No, I've just been like, I've been sitting here just like. <laughs> yeah, we, we didn't know what you were doing. We were <laughs> just busy. Yeah, okay. I didn't think it was working. I'm so trying it. I'm trying all this shit. It's working. Uh, <sighs> <okay>. <clears throat> all right. Who's ready? Welcome to level 29 of the Sandbox Gamers Podcast, your video game podcast where three vidgets meet weekly to talk about what we've been playing and what's in the news. Thank you so much for joining us. I am your co-host with the most, Wonder Rob, coming at you live, well, semi-live from Southern California. And on the line with me are two of my best friends in the metaverse. King Thanos to my Avengers campus, Vactor. Snap, snap. <laughs> and the D to my 23, the always angry Jeff W. Hola. <laughs> yeah. Unless it's Zoom. Unless it's Zoom. You guys, I have to tell you something. This is the second week in a row where Zoom is the bane of Jeff W's existence. Uh, he said, and I quote, I will poop on Zoom. So he said like he would take Jeff like, W out. Oh my gosh, was that Bane? <laughs> yeah. Bane did the mic even like... pick that up? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> that might just be us laughing and nothing. That's a little that's just a little something for the listeners, the eagle-eared listeners out there. Anyway, thanks for joining us, guys. If this is your first time listening to us, hey, welcome. Let me tell you what we do here, just in case. We like to talk all the latest and greatest video game news, and boy, is there a bunch this week. Everybody decided to drop all their video game news this week. It's like second E3. Almost, you know, like second dinner from Lord of the Rings, Jeff W's <laughs> favorite series. <laughs> it's or The Hobbit. I don't know. I've never seen either, but <laughs> I've I've heard the phrase second dinner. So this is like second E3. So we're gonna talk all the latest video game news. Then we're gonna do a video game news lightning round. Maybe or maybe not. We'll talk about the games we've played this week, depending on how much time we have, and we'll do a fun get to know you sesh at the top. But before we do any of that, you have to earn it new listener. That's right. You have to open up your phone. You have to open up Apple Podcasts or you have to open up Spotify or whatever podcast app you're listening to us on right now and you got to give us them five stars. Did you do it? We'll wait. (laughs) Okay. That was probably (laughs) enough time. Thank you for doing that. I pooped on Zoom in that time. <laughs> he did it. Now, uh, and tell your friends. Tell your friends about us. And returning listeners uh, that are not named Shaf, thank you for coming back. We appreciate <laughs> that. Shaf, Shaf, our, uh, our former co-host with the most on Geek So To Speak podcast. We know he listens religiously every week, so we don't have to thank him. It's part of his It's his uh, servitude to, to the the friendship that we all have. Okay. I've wasted enough time. Let's <laughs> move on. Oh, look at it. It says right here before the get to know you vidgets topic, it says Rob's Rob tells his weird owl story after dark. Maybe Question it's up to mark? you. Ooh, I oh might my be. gosh. Well, we're, Thank we're you. thinking about doing a, a little podcast, a sister podcast called 
the sandbox gamers after dark yes. where it's just us but talking about everything that's not video games so i'm gonna hold on to that Ooh, weird owl story <laughs> and everybody everybody keep your ears yeah. out for sandbox gamers after dark unless it doesn't happen <laughs> and then you'll never hear my weird owl story <laughs> all right let's just say me and weird owl are close friends close personal friends yeah all right this week's get to know you vidgets topic i like to i like to stay spoiler free for these topics i don't read the questions ahead of time because i like my answer to be fresh off the top of the dome as it tour so this week's topic is what is your favorite vacation spot in the world colon to play video games and colon that made no sense parentheses and parentheses i mean <laughs> all right so my favorite vacation spot in the world for me you guys i prefer vacations where i am doing something meaning i've got an activity so theme parks is the obvious choice uh all of us in here except for jeff are big theme park fans gone <laughs> mm. to plenty no i te- i kid jeff's actually uh the biggest disney file here in this podcast i think we got a couple disney freaks is what i would say <laughs> been to disneyland a million times personally been to disney world several times uh universal this that and the other uh so i prefer vacations where i'm doing something but it doesn't have to be a theme park you know uh you know just museums uh sightseeing this set or the other that's what i prefer but my wife on the other hand she's the exact opposite she prefers vacations where we are going to go and relax and sit around uh, so my my favorite vacation spot that I've taken recently was probably Mexico, which was just a couple of months ago or a month ago, two months oh, ago. Yeah. I don't I don't remember how long ago that was. Uh, all the vacations just start to blend together, <laughs> you know. Uh, How's that dragging was, camp going? <laughs> but that was uh that was that was pretty good. I I definitely enjoyed myself. So my favorite vacation spot recently is Mexico, but I'm looking forward to getting back to. The Magic Kingdom, because oh. it's been it's been a little it's been a little bit of time. I used to go to the Magic Kingdom every two years, like clockwork. But it's been four years now since the last time oh, I was dang. there. So uh, they they miss me over there. I'm getting phone calls from Mickey saying, oh, "Where you been, buddy? Come uh, come spend your money." That's not how, that's not money. Mickey's voice. That is not well. Mickey's I can't voice. I can't do it justice. <laughs> I can't do it justice. Uh, but you can imagine. So that's my answer. Uh, and it's, and since you're being Mr. Picky about it, Jeff, <laughs> what's your favorite vacation spot to play video games? And don't um, say Ohio. <laughs> well, Ohio <laughs> and vacation are never in the same sentence. <laughs> um, <laughs> at least uh, not for me. Um, you know, I think so. It's actually kind of a tough because I think my favorite my favorite vacations, Rob, I, I also like to be doing something like you said. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for me, my actual favorite type of vacation or thing to do, you know, out of the state or, you know, on some uh, PTO, as they say, uh, is wherever I haven't been yet. So I don't, you know, I've been to, you know, Cali a few times since I've been out here now. 
uh, that stuff's fun. Uh, and I enjoy going when I go, but I wouldn't say, you know, the subsequent times for me are not as fun. So, uh, if I had to give an answer for this year, let's say, uh, I'd say, uh, Austin, Texas was probably my favorite vacation spot that I went to this year. The favorite time off that I had, um, just because it's, you know, something new. I like to have, uh, a different, uh, setting, you know, a different place to see stuff, um, so yeah, I, I that'd probably be my best answer that I could give. And uh maybe it might be Mexico in the next, you know, year or so. Ooh. Rob, maybe it might be. You know, it might might also be my same answer, you yeah. know. I like Who it. Knows? Let me tell you something about Mexico, just a little a little quick thing. When I was in Mexico last time, I I brought plenty of cash to tip the people at the resort. But after a while, I was starting to run low. So I said, I wonder if they have an ATM in the gift shop. They did. I went to the ATM and I said, okay, I'm just going to pull out a hundred bucks. That should be enough. I could break it, tip people real nice with that. There's a transaction fee for a foreign ATM, $34 Dang. to oh pull out a hundred. And I was <laughs> like, oh, what am I going to do with this? But I was like, but I need the money. Otherwise, I can't tip these people and I'll feel bad. And I was like, okay, well, whatever. Fine. I'll suck it up. I'll do it. I wasn't happy about it, but I did it. So I pulled out 100 And what does it shoot out at me? A $100 or let's say 100 peso uh, oh. Mexican dollar, which was equal to $2, I found out. So I actually, <laughs> and the $34 was like, five bucks or something <laughs> like that. Oh, Ultimately, it ended up pulling out $7 and change from my bank account. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, well, so much for that. So be careful, Jeff, when you go to Mexico with those ATMs because they're tricky. They're trick, trick, tricky. Dang. I'll just tip them with drugs. There you yeah. go. Typical Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Vactor, what about you? What's say you? What's your favorite vacation spot in the world to play video games in? Well, this spot I have been to with Wonder Rob. It's a little place in Orlando, Florida called Walt Disney World. That's the best true. theme park in the history of this planet. I always have a good time when I go there. And I remember for my graduation, my high school graduation, my mom goes, all right, I'm going to get you a present. You can go anywhere in the world. Where do you want to go? And I said Disney World. And that's where we went. <laughs> I always have How a great it, time. It's in Orlando, though. That part is not my favorite. But <laughs> it is fun to have Universal Studios right there. You've got a whole bunch of other stuff around the area. But specifically Disney World, every time they add something new, like when they add Avatar Land or when they add Star Wars Land or whatever it is, I like to go whenever they add new stuff. And specifically when uh, it's something that I'm very into, whether it be Marvel or Star Wars, but maybe one day I'll get a chance to experience this Nintendo Land, keeping it in the video game realm, boys. Ooh. Maybe. Maybe but we'll take a, a podcast trip. Yeah. Ditch, That's ditch our wives and babies. And it's say, not too far for us. Nope, it's not. 
But my answer would be Walt Disney World, just because of all the things that you can do there, all the food you can eat, all the things you can see. And your answer on that, having you having been so many places, uh, baffles me even more. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> but the problem is, Vector's a world Japan. traveler. He's lived there, though. That's True. different. True. The vacation True. aspect is gone when when Japan is your place of residence or Germany or, he didn't or live wherever. In Paris. Did you he? lived in Gay Paris, France? No, I haven't lived live there. there. He didn't. He visited. I have oh. been to Disney World. Or, I'm sorry, Disneyland, oh. Paris, but I've never lived there. That's going to be the next Disney park I visit. Uh, well, I'm going to Disneyland in November, but I meant after that, my next big vacation is we're planning on going to Europe. And I said, we're going to that Disneyland. Paris, oh, yeah. baby. Lincoln, my boy, can stay home. Sorry about what, it. What month is it? Uh, Probably either uh, March or April. Okay, so I went in February and I was freezing my balls off. <laughs> it was not fun. I didn't want to go on any outdoor rides. I was like, I'm only going on Pirates of the Caribbean or an indoor ride. I'm not leaving. You didn't want to do that uh, the Alice in Wonderland hedge maze? It's too, oh, it's too cold. It's freezing. It's too freezing. In Paris. Actually, I think it was December now that I think about it. It was either December or February. But anyways, it was way too cold to be outside. They need to do something about that. <laughs> yeah, Paris. Because even <laughs> do, do something about that. Even Space Mountain, you go outside. So I was like, oh, this is gonna be good. I'll be I'll be indoors. I'm getting on a roller coaster. Nope. It starts off and it immediately the, the top opens up and you fly outside. And it's like, well, I'm freezing <laughs> on this ride. <laughs> That's what you get. That's what you get. All right. Well, there you have it. There's our favorite vacation spots in the world to play video games in. So you had to put you had to put E down. Capped Ean Crunch down. Yeah. yeah. He burned you. I was waiting for you to come back so I could make that joke. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> oh shoot. Okay. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get back into it. Now that we have that out of the way, it's time for my favorite part of the show. Jeff W being DTF down to talk the fun news real fast. After last week's podcast, I want to tell you this story real fast. After last week's podcast, I sat down on my couch and I said, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to make the episode art for this week, but I tend to pull up. The show notes, because I forget what we say as soon as we're done. So I was like, what stories did we talk about? And I had the show notes up and I was looking at it and on my phone and my wife comes behind me and does the old, what are you looking at? And <laughs> she sees highlighted DTF <laughs> in red. And she goes, what do you, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> and I said the sh show notes and she goes and she just like took the phone out of my hand and looked at it and she goes oh I saw DTF that made me that I was like what is he doing <laughs> so, uh, that little joke you being DTF all the time Jeff 
almost got me in trouble. <laughs> yeah, I'll clear your eye message for once. All right. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> all right. So, uh, Vector, <laughs> why don't you uh, satisfy GFW's primal urges with all the latest video game news from this last week? This was a big news week. And specifically, there were three events that went on from Ubisoft, Sony, and Nintendo, where they announced different things. If you want the full announcements, you can head over to our show notes. We're going to put those down below for all of our lovely listeners. But and this I wanted... was like surprising. I did not know there was going to be all of this, like especially yeah. the Ubi and um, the Marvel stuff. Uh, I didn't well, the... know they would do things. Yeah, the Marvel that one we we knew that D twenty three was coming up, and there was a bunch of Marvel stuff. We didn't know specifically there was a video game in the works. Um, yeah. But yeah, the Nintendo and the Sony stuff, I, I, as far as I heard, those were all surprise drops. Mm-hmm. Um, but the f- first thing I want to talk about was the D23 announcement because we're getting an action adventure Black Panther Captain America game set in World War II. And this is Skydance New Media and Amy Hennig, the Uncharted creative director who joined skydance in october so she got up on stage along with jeff you might know mark bernarden from batman on batman yeah yeah i i watched this clip earlier today so he he's writing the game she's the creative director on the game and it's going to be they had a nice little teaser there's four different characters and it's in World War II, like I said, but it's World War II era Black Panther. So this is not T'Challa. This is, I guess, T'Challa's granddad. Um, there's a U.S. soldier that's part of the Howling Commandos, um, a Wakandan spy, and Captain America himself, Steve Rogers. So that's all we know. We don't know anything specifically. We didn't see any gameplay, but... I'm excited about this game, boys, specifically because it's a solo action adventure, hopefully in the vein of Uncharted, but in the Marvel Universe. So I don't know what you boys thought, but I'd be dying to know. Ooh, Remember not too long ago where the story broke where there was a Black Panther game being developed? Is this that same game? <laughs> that? I don't know. I feel like it has to be right. There's no way there is another Black Panther game hmm, in the know. works. There's no way. Might, might want to save that clip of Jeff saying that. <laughs> There's two that. Avatar games coming out. They're like, Maybe. you like Avatar? Here's two. There's two <laughs> <Yeah>. different ones. <laughs> well, that, I mean, that's a whole, that's a whole other thing. But yes, that would be our after dark discussion. But you know what? At that D23 expo they had james cameron come up on stage and he was like yeah we're just starting avatar 4 right now avatar 2 hasn't even come out in theaters he's like yeah we're just uh starting to film 4 right now man he's so putting boring. the cart in front of the horse <laughs> yeah on that Wait. one james he's out of control yeah, what that second trailer sucked what if two is not like doesn't do well at the box office and then all right we got three in the can already are they going to cancel it back <laughs> girl be... style it's going to go yeah. straight to video like the monsters. Oh, snap. <laughs> I don't That's even just... remember what the first Avatar movie was about. Nope. Well, or characters or anything about yeah. it. Yeah. Nope. 
they are re-releasing it in theaters and i am actually going to see it next week so maybe in the after dark i'll let you know rob i'll let you know you're the you're the reason that, <laughs> that there's a four being made yeah. you're, you're the reason you. spider-man and all the comic movies are in second place shut up and take my that. money yeah <laughs> <laughs> no but I'm, I'm hyped on uh this game because it was really the only good announcement in my opinion in my yeah. humble opinion for the uh the d23 video game mm-hmm. announcements yeah um i just hope i don't know my experience with uncharted i know is not as vast as everybody else Gotta on this podcast going. i've only played yeah. the first one and that is the worst poo-poo one. on a on a <laughs> hot dog bun is what the, what that game is i'm gonna just <laughs> lay that out there uh but p- people tell me two is better and three is better and four is better so maybe one of these days I'll get to it. But uh, if everybody, or if this if this lady making this game is ha- half as good as everybody says she is online, well then hopefully <laughs> we'll get a good game. Yeah, and um, I think yeah, I think like Rob said, this shows the most promise. We'll get to the other couple ones that are listed here. Um, uh, but yeah, I I think the only thing that disappointed me about this and watching the the trailer they put out was. I feel like, I mean, and obviously they needed some kind of padding to make this, you know, presentation worth it. So that's what this is safe for. But I thought, like, how much better would this have been? Like, the the reveal of this game, I feel like, would have been much more hyped if you put this in. Um, first off, you should hopefully you should. I mean, I don't know what their timeline is, but like, you put this in the middle of an announcement of like Xbox or PlayStation, right? Mm-hmm. You start this trailer off without the marvel logo you don't let people know what it is you start off in that like world war ii paris you know it's bombed out looking you know it's in an unsnowy and all that and then you slowly reveal the you know the little hints and then when you see the hydra you know low you know uh emblem or whatever then you kind of you know give it away um i think they could have done like a better announcement on this really or something that would have been had more uh hype to me i feel like that would have been like that would have been like a major moment in any of the uh you know the big boys press conferences Mm -hmm. so that was the the big one then they also announced a marvel themed ar game from niantic who did pokemon go i don't know if either of you were big pokemon go players let me tell you about pokemon go (laughs) when pokemon go came out I w- I downloaded it. I was on my toilet. I caught the Pokemon that was in my bathroom. Caught them good. And then it said, okay, you got to leave the house to keep catching Pokemon. And you know what I did? I deleted the app. You mean you have to use your hands? <laughs> I'm not about to <laughs> exercise. <laughs> Forget it. That was the fastest I've downloaded a game on my phone and deleted it. They had a Harry Potter yeah. one like that also. No, I didn't fall oh. for it that time. I was like, no, 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 no. Fool me, <laughs> Fool me once. Not here, Harry. No. How you know the turntables. How the turns have tabled. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so I think, you know, this to me has failure written all over it. I'd say the only thing that makes me hesitant to say this isn't going to be the biggest turd of the entire, like, list I think is the fact that if you would have told me 
let, let's say this is going to be Pokemon Go esque. Mm-hmm. If you have told me about Pokemon Go before it came out, I'd probably be like, that's stupid. Kind of. But um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't have faith in this. Like, I feel like Pokemon Go is the World of Warcraft of a genre, right? Like, you can do some some clones. There's going to be some successful uh, Pokemon Go-esque things, but you're just never going to quite capture, no pun intended, the... Uh, the magic that is uh, Pokemon Go for some people. Um, so I just don't. I I wonder why they wanted to do this, and, and why not? I feel like Marvel can be much more effective in like a narrative-driven like series, you know, uh, or you know something akin to this uh, Black Panther game in Captain America, right? But they're doing That's that. They're doing both. Series. Yeah, but I mean, like, I would, but I'm saying I would rather you take the team that's doing this, like, whatever the resources here, and do more of that, more of the thing I think that will will work. Personally, yeah, I'm interested in the premise of it. It says that you're going to be able to patrol your neighborhood, Jeff, and foil crimes, complete superhero <laughs> missions, and thwart interdimensional threats. So, me and Jeff. Are gonna form oh, a man. team, and we're gonna go out and stop some <laughs> this crime. Is dumb. This is dumb. <laughs> it's gonna, gonna be you, you <laughs> pushing the boy around. He's gonna yeah. be like, "Why is Dad stopped yeah. for ten minutes?" You're gonna, gonna, you're gonna be walking down phone. the street, and you're gonna see Vactor on the other side of the street with his phone in his hand, looking straight <laughs> up, straight up in the air. And he's gonna, you be like, "Vector, what are you doing?" And he'd be like, "I'm fine. Stilt, man. Yeah." Still, man, it's way up there. Look, gotta get him. I'm gonna shoot webs with my phone, and I'm gonna do Rob's famous catchphrase. Uh-oh. Hey, fish, you seen any crime? That's Aquaman. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> I always thought you did it like this. Hey, like, seen any crime? This is a Wonder Rob staple that has gone back 20 years. He's been doing this joke. Uh, so they announced those Midnight Suns. I know you're all looking forward to got a December release date. So December 2nd, we're all going to be playing Midnight Suns. Boys. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. <laughs> call, call right here. If I, if I ever play that game, I will eat my shorts. Oh, wow. The game this year. Yeah. Marvel Snap is coming out next month, October 18th. That is a card battler. I know you're all looking forward to that. I am as well. And they talked about Tron Identity, which is a new visual novel from the maker of Thomas Was Alone. So those are the Disney announcements that I was interested in. We also had a little story that I wanted to talk about with the boys. Uh-oh. You can now stream Elden Ring soundtrack on Spotify, Apple Music, and YouTube. So you boys were both big Elden Ring fans. Would you oh yeah. Would you jam out to the Elden Ring tunes you kidding outside me? of the game? I'll be I'll be driving down the street and I'll just have it in my car. Boom. Boom. <laughs> Boom. When I'm in the when I'm in the towers, the divine towers or whatever they're called. Right. There's there, there's no real music in that game. <laughs> well, you can now yeah. stream that. 
<laughs> well, great. Where I, you know, if you could have it where I like, I roll into work. You know, as soon as I hit the parking lot, you hear the like, the like crashing, like when the dragons would come get you. You know, I'd be like, all right, like this is you know, legit. But uh, yeah, I wouldn't say I enjoyed a particular piece of music. I almost enjoyed more how it was uh, used in that game. It might hmm. be the more appropriate thing for me yeah Just, yeah you're rolling around and then this thing comes flying in and you hear the the hectic you know epic orchestra music oh yeah, yeah. the sound design was yes jeff w's kiss i'll put i'll put it that way but i don't think the soundtrack is particularly memorable memorable okay yep. now the ubisoft announcement or the ubisoft event i should say the only thing that i was interested in was the new Assassin's Creed games set in Baghdad, Japan, and more. <gasps> there's always interest when there's a new Assassin's Creed announcement. I want to see what the theme is, what the setting is. So if you could put one in Japan, I'm all in, boys. I liked Assassin's Creed Japan the first time I played it, when it was called Ghost of Tsushima. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Yeah. I think they announced Valhalla um, DLC too, right? Yes. Or like some kind of additional. Did you? Did you? Did anybody in your house factor get into that game as much uh, as I know you guys have before? My wife played about, I want to say, ten hours. Okay. It's um, the last Assassin's Creed game you played, though, Factor. I played. Like Valhalla. You really played. I played. Like you, no, that you really played. <laughs> Look at him. He can't even I say played them all face. the same. <laughs> all for 15 minutes. Yeah. yeah. The old factor test. <laughs> yeah. I'm not a Assassin's Creed fan. I've always liked playing around. And it's all it's like that too with uh Grand Theft Auto. I like playing around with in the open world for a little bit, and then I get bored and I'm like, all right, I'm out. So I do that every year just to see what the new mechanics are, just to see what the new levels are. Valhalla was cool because it was kind of like the Norse mythology, and this DLC that they uh, are going to release is called The Last Chapter, and then this new game is called Assassin's Creed Mirage, coming out in 2023, and then they've got uh, four other On the Horizons that they posted. Oh my god. They're all code names. I can't, I don't know, man. I just can't get. I have not been able to get into Assassin's Creed so much so that the I I think the last one I played, I don't remember the title. So Jeff's gonna have to help me out here. It was the one where yeah. you could either maybe it was Unity where you, you could pick either be the boys the boy assassin or the girl assassin. Yes, yes, I'm pretty sure that was that was it, the last one like I played. Britain, right? It was British. Maybe. Yes. I just remember right. being like, "This is this isn't any different than the last one I played." Yeah. Like I was really starting to feel that, and I haven't played any since. They're um, also working on a mobile game with Netflix, and then Netflix is also working on a live-action Assassin's Creed television show. Oh man! To get Michael that Fassbender would be back. An Assassin's Creed Netflix game. All right. Would be more effective at putting me to sleep than like white noise. What on YouTube? You know what I mean? Like, what a boring concept. <laughs> I have to say, I don't um, know. Put a pin in it, Rob. I'm yeah. doing it right now. <laughs> and, you know, I think, um, like, I think it's cool what they're doing. I just wish they would do. Like, I'm more of a um, 
like if we're talking ubisoft because there's there are the you know there's the ubi formula right far cry assassin's creed i'm sure there's some other ones i can't think of off the top of my head but the division uh, yeah the division yeah right yeah the division uh what's the other what's their other game the other shooter game the tactical shooter rainbow uh, six rainbow six you, you know like a lot of these games fall into their their own little individual formulas but you could tell it's very ubi um and they got I'm more a- of a far cry person but even far cry has been boring like i did not play that latest one i mm-hmm. kind of want to try it maybe it's probably on sale you know here coming in the to christmas season oh yeah um, it's they've had i've seen it go on sale a couple times i'm the yeah. same way it's nothing but i wish they would do something to like change these so i don't have so i don't i have a desire to play these games not on sale you know like i just feel like the formula is there you can i mean you know honestly most points I, f- I probably would recommend people like hey just get into the the last one that came out you know just get that one cheap and then you pretty much you're gonna have the same experience you know mm-hmm yeah, I got I'm the same way. I don't have any um, affinity for these titles. Like the when you say their names, it's like, oh yeah, I, I know that game title, but I don't right. have any. I don't have any core memories of them. Yeah, yeah. So that was that was the only thing I wanted to talk about from the Ubisoft. There's they're working on a ton of Assassin's Creed, a ton of Netflix stuff. Where's my Splinter Cell? Ubisoft. Nothing. Make a modern day Assassin's Creed and call it Splinter Cell. Yeah. One day you'd think they would fall back on that that franchise and that license, but nope. In this like a stealth category, a new another category they can get into, take out the shitty racing games you're doing. No one cares about those. Ooh. Uh get rid of all the uh you know repeated Assassin's Creed and Far Cry games, scrap those and come up with something new. And give us a Splinter Cell game. Yeah, I don't know. I, they, they, they yeah. Ubi makes no sense to me right now. Well, but make another Immortals. Pure entertainment. Another Immortals Phoenix Rising. You can make yeah. another one of those. Hmm. But that's the same thing with Call of Duty, Jeff. That there's a, a loyal fan base of people that like that and they like to have the same thing over and over again. I think that's the same thing yeah. with Assassin's Creed. We're just not that target audience, I don't think. True. Um, so then Sony, the only thing I wanted to talk about from Sony was. The Tekken 8 trailer. Did you guys watch this? Ooh, it's got fire in this. I seen it. And that water was <laughs> pretty decent. Well, not only did that look great, but to me, the thing that I thought was the the water cooler moment was I thought it was a cutscene. I thought the whole thing was a cutscene. And when it goes into the gameplay, and it was like, you are playing the cutscene. This is the closest mm. I've seen to feeling like I was it was an interactive cutscene. Like the way that they use the the camera angles, the way that they just I, I like the way they put that trailer together and it got me excited about Tekken, which we've talked about on this podcast in the past. There's a Tekken animated show on Netflix that I have not watched, but maybe I'll watch it now because of this trailer, <laughs> Tekken eight. Do you think the game's really gonna look this good? I think so. I think they I, the I, remember I off the power of the PS5. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I I think it can. And my so so and I I posted a link to in we can put it in the show notes too to Guilty Gear, which they had another game come out that was also very similar. So if you look go through like halfway through that video, just look at some of the gameplay and like if you can look at some of the different perspectives they give characters and like how the the camera moves in that game. 
fighting games over the years have become sort of like the racing games, right? Like Microsoft always has their racing game. That's like the, the, uh, you know, this is the show off like graphics show off, you know, like here's what this thing is capable of. And it's because the game's pretty basic, right? Like they, there's not too, too much moving on the screen. It's not too complicated. There's not random AI that, you know, in these games it has to account for or nearly as much, you know, as let's say some other games. Um, so I feel like that that Tekken, Dr. I agree with you. I think the Tekken looks crazy. It is cool that they pushed right into what appears to be gameplay. I'm assuming there's a HUD there that they've removed for that, um, obviously. But uh, yeah, I think I mean I think it's doable for sure. The, these game, the fighting games have become a graphic showcase, uh, especially as of late, uh, and that's clearly kind of what they're going for here too, is to just give you something that like looks incredible and i think uh you know games like guilty gear in that that studio that that do those games make mm-hmm. make things look crazy good and Dragon like Ball very Fighters. stylistic yeah yeah then the only other sony thing i want to talk about boys was the star wars tales from the galaxy vr announcement because it's going to be on playstation vr 2 so i'll actually have a game to play on PlayStation VR 2 when I get that. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> so it, I whenever that, that actually comes out. Yeah, I thought that was cool. Um, anything from Sony, you boys, anything stand out to you? you know, the thing for me was the, uh, was the uh, obviously the God of War. They kind of, re- they just reiterated that, right? We're pretty mm-hmm. close to that too, you know? Yes. Um, so... That comes out. You know, I'm, uh, yeah, I thought that was interesting. I thought some of there's like some Street Fighter Six stuff in there that I thought was kind of cool, uh, but nothing like nothing groundbreaking. You know, it was interesting that you know Sony's coming in here with Tekken and Street Fighter, you know, on their backs. Like uh, I feel Sony might be, uh, you know, might be in a little trouble <laughs> in terms of, uh, you know, may, no, I, maybe trouble is the wrong word, but you know. I, very interesting that two major games for them coming out here soon are going to be, you know, the, obviously the biggest fighting games, but um, not a ton of other stuff. I was kind of surprised at how little was actually in here, to be honest. I think Ragnarok is going to be what they hang their hats on for the rest of this year, more yeah. than likely. And then obviously that Resident Evil 4 remake it, it should be pretty... Uh, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm sure. I think we've all played it here. Um, and I know Rob's, you know, loved the recent games. Um, yeah. Well, I played I, Resident Evil 4 several times. Yeah. 4 is, yeah, you know, obviously probably the crown jewel maybe of that franchise. And I'm I'm very interested. I think we'll all probably play that. I know I, I know I will be. And then the crown jewel, boys, the Nintendo Direct. And Jeff, you have some things to say about this. All right. Yeah. Well, we'll just get into my first note. I can't believe we are still fucking talking about Bayonetta. Bayonetta 3. <laughs> like, they are still going... Like, this game was a Wii U game. All right? Why the fuck are we talking about Bayonetta? Like, what is... Like, I don't get it. I don't, I don't know, like, Jeff. <laughs> You're the one talking I mean, about Bayonetta. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I just, I just, I don't know. The, the games are fine. I should say, I think three is a Switch game, not you know two. But like, 
they talked about two and really re-released that and like it feels like every year i'm seeing bayonetta footage and like just never get anything never get anywhere with uh, it. here's you know the lady I mean? with the long legs and the the high heel yeah. gun shoes she's right back. and you're gonna have you know basically her ass hanging out uh fellas here it goes you know it's like i'm just i just i can't told you to knock when i played bayonetta <laughs> Like what in the fuck are we doing? But yeah, and that's coming uh, in October. Yeah, and then um, also, you know, it was funny. Uh, a buddy of mine from work was who he loves Nintendo so much he doesn't he doesn't talk to me when these are happening because he doesn't want spoilers. Like he doesn't want me to message him something that he's behind on, and uh, and he is super hyped on Pikmin Four, and I was like. I don't think I've ever played a Pikmin game. <laughs> like, I don't think I've ever given one of these games uh, a real try. Um, have either of you? I played. Pikmin? What was the? They just re-released a Pikmin on the Switch. I feel like there's uh, like a collection within a within the last year, maybe. Pikmin Three Deluxe, maybe. They put a demo out on the Switch, and so I played that one. And let me tell you, that game is not good <laughs> um now of course it could be because this was a remake or a re-release or a remaster of the original pikmin and pikmin 2 which were gamecube yeah i think first one came out in 2001 mm-hmm. and yeah i can't remember if it was a if it was a re-release of one or two or three for that matter but i just remember not being impressed with how it looked Surprise, surprise. The gameplay was boring, in my opinion. Uh, and I got really bored in the demo. I got very <laughs> bored playing the demo. Um, I'm open to suggestion when it comes to a new one. Because maybe they can fix everything. But I was not happy with the game I played on that demo. I remember playing the first one and also reading a lot of press coverage for it before it came out because it was Miyamoto's next game after Mario, Zelda, and everything else. So I was interested, and I like the concept. And I think the same thing Miyamoto does is kind of the same as... Um, now I'm blanking on his name. Uh, the one that just came out with a podcast, Jeff. Um, the Hideo? guy from Smash Brothers. <laughs> no, the Metal Gear. Hideo. Kojima? Oh, Kojima. Yes. yes. So he's very similar to Kojima in that it's the concepts and the ideas of, okay, this game is going to do this. And that's what, with Pikmin, it was like, oh, okay, it's not the typical, the same thing I'm seeing over and over again. So that's what stands out in my memory about this series. I didn't continue with it after that. That After the first one came out, I played it. It was also how many games on the GameCube, the, and, you know, Luigi's Mansion, and uh, there wasn't a lot at the time when it first came out. So I was like, oh, Pikmin, here's another game I can rent from Blockbuster and then return it after seven days. So I never played the rest of them, and I'm not looking forward to Pikmin 4. (laughs) (laughs) But the very first one, I I do have a memory. Jeff will be the one to play that. He'll have to report back. Yeah. I will try it. I don't know if there was any other good news. Yeah, there's nothing else big or like entertaining 
or like anticipating. I got to tell you, Jeff, I wasn't watching the the direct live like I usually do. I was preoccupied with something, but Jeff posted in our Discord chat that they did they announce anything good, and I immediately replied, "Oh, some Breath of the Wild two news, Jeff." Psych, because they never ever give me Breath of the Wild two news. And then I opened up my news feed, my Twitter, and the very first thing was Breath uh-huh. of the Wild two name and date. Uh-huh. And yeah. I was like, oh man, I really, I really pooped the bed on that one. And actually, before I saw Rob's response, I had opened up like Twitter. I think I might have been flying at this time, like so I was on like plain Wi Fi, so stuff was not loading as quickly as I'd like, obviously, and. uh I loaded up Twitter and I saw the logo and then I saw Rob's chat. <laughs> and I was like, well. <laughs> and that Someone name is either Tears of the Kingdom or Tears of the Kingdom. I don't know. Is it Tears or is it Tears? And it's coming out May 12th, 2023. Yeah, somebody made a good thing like, because they did not show, they were not streaming this in the UK or they like were not going to make an event in the UK or something, I guess. And like they said something about like, you know, the queen dying and i was like oh yeah it kind of makes sense you're the title of your game you know tears of the kingdom uh uh you know within like a day of this thing it's in the national period of mourning they didn't want to distract but that could have been i don't know how true that is but that's a a valid point the next zelda is so much more significant than the queen though let's be honest (laughs) let's be honest so much better yeah Um, obviously shout out to all our uh people who believe in queens (laughs) (laughs) so uh i guess i'll talk about this first uh the trailer for zelda Mm -hmm. um this thing a couple things uh first off i knew so skyward sword is the worst zelda or probably absolutely i think like pretty pretty hands down and i think i think you know there's debate among people about you know whether they like let's say um uh majora's mask you know there's like like i'm not a huge fan of majora's mask the game but i like the art and i like everything that comes with that game just not the game as an entirety in terms of gameplay um but skyward sword is pretty shitty uh, and i think it's pretty uh you know universally known to be and uh i think it's interesting that they're doing some skyward sword ish stuff here with this like you know in the air like you know area with these platforms and stuff yeah um and to be fair i don't think that uh, was what made skyward sword shitty no it was there was a lot of um, a lot of other things going on in that game that really dragged it down specifically the uh the controls yeah yeah a hundred percent but um i thought that was interesting i was like okay so this is where they're going with this like they're going to give you kind of because i was looking at the map and all the all of the clips and i was watching breakdowns afterward like it's it's going to be the same map, you know, like we're getting like there are very even areas that I have, I have not played the game in years now, uh, but areas that are in Breath of the Wild, there are specific mountains and little bridges. So it looks like they're going to have that, you know, at least big chunks of that map still be the same. Um, so I think it's a good I think it is an interesting idea to add to that by you know, expanding upwards on this map and, you know, keeping that ground level is like similar and then adding uh, some stuff here up top. Um, and then also they, you know, it looks like they have some dragons going on still. There was a couple clips that I saw of somebody 
of what looks to be a dragon's tail moving in the background uh, mm-hmm. behind some rocks. Uh, so it looks like they're bringing back like pretty much all the cool features uh, of Breath of the Wild, which I would expect. Um, but yeah, I thought I thought it was interesting. I, I think I am maybe a little disappointed. This is not some like you know different map. Like I don't know how I feel about them kind of you know uh, I, copying pasting is the wrong word, but you know giving us at least a good chunk of this map is going to be the same, right? Well. It doesn't bother me that much because I think to think of like Red Dead Redemption 2, Jeff. Right. Where you got this big new map and it was connected to the map of Red Dead Redemption. So sure. you got yes. both of them. And it the Red Dead Redemption map wasn't the primary focus. Uh, but they also, right. even though it was the same map, it was a little different because it was, it's a prequel game, of course. So... I'm sort of going in with that mindset or at least hoping that that's what they're doing. Like, okay, that's tr- the main course of this game is going to be this new above the ground map, but you can still go down. The story will take you down to do some mm. stuff. Um, I mean, it's been a long enough time where I even going back to the old map, if it was exactly the same, I probably wouldn't remember all of it. Cause I haven't played right. breath of the wild since it came out. Um, so and that was that, five years yeah. ago. Yeah, it was a long time ago, boys. It's a long time ago. Yeah, and they've been like developing the game for this long. So I'm mm-hmm. hoping that, you know, they've got a lot of new content for us. Yeah. And it looks like, I mean, just based off of it, it seems like there is an explosion in the in the castle from no, no spoilers here, Rob. You you kill Ganon at what? the end <laughs> of that Zelda what? game. Don't tell me you <laughs> saved Zelda. You free them. I, you may or may not. You know oh, what I mean? No. You may or may not rob free Zelda at the end of that game. Um, and it looks yeah, like there's like all kinds of these like rocks hanging everywhere. Uh, although I am interested, you saw the clip where he. It looks like you can just travel up these rocks somehow. It's like a rock ability. elevator or something. Yeah, yeah. So I'm wondering if it's like something that's like that. Maybe I'll be cool. Like if I can go freely in between the two pretty quickly, um, then I'm 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 kind of on board with that idea. Um, I'm trying to think of the other stuff that I thought was cool. Like it looked like there was a, uh, you know, kind of a a no uh, stamina you like glider. You know that glider mm-hmm. that he's on. Like they don't show any kind of like stamina bar. Maybe that's just hidden. You know, for the trailer. Um, but it kind of looked like a a device that he was not hanging on to. You know. Um, so yeah. I'm hoping they do some stuff like that just to you know. When I think back about the game, uh, Breath of the Wild 1, I think back like, okay, once you get, you know, um, the sword and the shield that regenerate, right, uh, the master sword and shield, uh, then the game becomes like fun to me or like very fun because I can, I don't have to like dispose of all this equipment, right? So I'm hoping maybe they'll do something that opens up that world a little bit more uh, for the stamina uh in this one uh, especially mm-hmm. if i'm falling and gliding from the area up top uh i'm hoping that and like if you notice on that last logo or on the logo for it it looks like a giant stamina bar behind the logo right it looks like it's that green circle mm-hmm. so i wonder if they're you know kind of uh eluding to some stuff with that maybe as well i just hope they have more things i wouldn't expect I remember playing yeah. Breath of the Wild for the first time and going through that game and just running it over and over 
things I would have never thought of in a Zelda game. Like you, you cross a mountain and what is that? A, is that a fucking dragon flying over there? I remember that moment. I remember climbing a mountain and seeing a giant square maze off in the distance. And I was like, what is that? <laughs> and going over there, uh, turning a bend and there's a centaur. I wonder if he's friendly and just destroying me completely. So I just want more of that. Like, I like the sense of exploration. I like running into things like what could this possibly be? Especially after Elden Ring raised the bar so high. So I think they really, I think this game really has its work cut out for it in terms of like, yeah, uh, I don't want to say impressing me, but get getting that that sense of wonder of what's around the next bend, what's going to be over here. Like I think it's really got its work cut out for it after Elden Ring. So yeah, we'll see in May. That just means my Nintendo Switch, my OLED is going to sit in there for <laughs> eight and a half more months. So at least we have a date uh, now, guys. How long will you have had it at that point? When oh my god, I got it when it came out, yeah. October oh, last man. year. Year and a half. <laughs> it's still sitting in that box. Year and a half. I don't even know You're why I bought it. <laughs> I just bought it. For the hell of it. Crazy. And then I was like, well, there's nothing I want to play because it's Nintendo. I'll play Breath of the Wild <laughs> too. Cut to a year and a half later. <laughs> All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can yeah. finally I'm, open this. <laughs> yeah, I think I think you're right, Rob. I, I think and I, I yeah, if this thing doesn't come with Elden Ring levels of, you know, like you said, exploration. And all that stuff, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be pretty disappointed, you know. Um, especially, I wonder what they do with, you know, certain elements of that game, you know, like the uh, the divine beasts, you know, like you blew up that world. So do you, do you have remnants of that? Do you bring that? Is that gone from this game? Like, you know, it's uh, it's very interesting to to see the reveal and try to figure out how they're gonna make this whole story make sense or make this, you know, viable in terms of of expanding the world rather than, you know, blowing some stuff up. Right. Yeah. We'll see Jeff. 2023 is game of the year. We'll see. We shall. We shall. The last thing that was announced that I want to talk about was GoldenEye. And it's <sighs> going to be coming to the Nintendo switch and the Xbox on game pass boys. So we're all going to have a chance to play GoldenEye 007 on our xboxes in 4k i'm just really the only piece of information i was really interested in which i could not seem to find anywhere so if you guys know this you'll let me know i just want to know if they're updating the controls to dual stick controls or if it's going to be single stick like the original yeah that i have not seen i'm sure they will they i i can't imagine they wouldn't yeah because if you go back and play it it's really jarring Compared to how you're used yeah. to playing games now, yeah, and like I, I just I'm actually surprised this happened because I feel like Goldeneye has been that, uh, you know, talked about, but like when actually fixed or done anything with, will be the least rewarded game of all time, right? Like I feel like people mention this in nostalgia rather than like if you bring that back and it's not good you know what i mean like i just i don't think i don't think like this i don't see this becoming it's pure like, nostalgia yeah it, it's it's gonna i don't i don't know it's weird like i don't i don't i don't i wonder if they make their money back like whatever they're spending on this right like well, i'm sure they will but that's why it'll be good for game pass jeff 
Yeah, and it's yeah, the Nintendo yeah. Switch Online, so you're not even buy- really buying this game. True, it's just being right, provided yeah. to you through these yeah. services. But I just really want I want them to update the controls, but I don't think they will because think about all the other games they've put out. Like they didn't fix Super Mario 64, they didn't do uh, right. all these other games. Um yeah. but I I just hope they do. Hope they make that one tweak. Leave the rest the same. Yeah. Just give me dual stick controls. That's all I want. True. So that was all the main news that I wanted to talk about. But in our lightning round, you will find some delightful stories. And in our show notes, you will see G4 TV firing every employee a year after they came back. <laughs> so Who much for couldn't this. solve this? G4. So much for that. <laughs> the most successful video game show of all time having issues. G4 Ooh. was a channel, Jeff, not a show, and it uh, was channel, very good. Whatever. They had multiple yeah, I did shows. Enjoy, I enjoyed some G4, you know. I for sure did too, but... What's a... Uh... What's interesting about this article is from Kotaku. The headline says G4 TV hit with major layoffs less than a year after coming back. The URL is G4TV-layoffs-twitch-xplay-adam Sessler-g4. But there's no mention in this article whatsoever of Adam Sessler losing his job. It's just like Adam Sessler was host of Xplay. Like it's just talking about what, what G4 used to be. So I was like, that's some that's some bait and switch right there. Yeah. They'd put Adam Sessler in the URL just to get you. <laughs> I haven't watched too much on YouTube and I've been missing Adam Sessler. I don't know where he, he comes in he every just now and then. When, I would watch when it came back a year out or a year ago. I watched every video that Adam Sessler was on because he is the goat. The goat. <laughs> uh Jeff knows what I'm doing. Factor <laughs> <laughs> doesn't like memes. <laughs> but then he just disappeared and I stopped watching. I don't need to watch the guy. Uh, I don't need to watch the completionist talk about this, that, and the other. Just give me give me Adam Sessler back. So that was Ooh. a disappointing story to hear, boys. But something that's not disappointing. Discord voice chat is now available on Xbox consoles. We talked about it. When it was in beta, but it's now out and available to everyone. I haven't had a chance to try it myself yet, but it's nice to know that it's there now. That will come in handy for our uh, ex-co-host with the most shoff when he's wanting to play Xbox Live. Not only can we play our Shredder's Revenge, but also our Cowbunga Collection and Goldeneye when that comes out. That's right. Yeah. I, I wish I hope um, the I saw the video and I saw I'm, I'm hoping because it looks like you have to have your phone. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm hoping they come up with maybe like some more kind of like baked in kind of thing here. But I am glad to see any yeah, progress this is, on this on this at all. For this sure. is the same as the beta we talked about that you had to have your phone, um, but it's better than nothing. So there's that. Yeah. And then the xbox app on pc which i use quite a bit that's how i get my game pass games it now launches faster and i noticed as i was pulling it up today and it has how long to beat integration in it so if you ever use that website how long to beat it if you click on a game now it will tell you the game length 
and it'll say, oh, okay, hmm. this game is 12 hours to beat it. Or yeah, uh, if you're just doing minutes, the main 10, story, 15 minutes. Yeah. if you're just doing the, uh, if you want to do extras, if you want to do completionist, like it has different tiers and it'll show you. So that's just like that performance check that we talked about where it shows you, oh, this will run good on your PC. Or this game won't run good. It's just another added layer to the Xbox app. So I like it. It's cool. That's all the news this week. Ooh, it was a big week. Time to talk the games we've been playing. Psych! This episode's been going too long, so <laughs> we're going to discuss the games we've been playing next week. Yeah. But before we end this podcast, don't turn off the podcast yet, because all the fun, the real meat of the podcast is about to begin. Let me tell you about the Sandbox Gamers Podcast Network of Friends, or... The Trent Justin Vector Podcast Network, as we like to call it around here. My favorite network. Have you ever heard of comic book kaiju, everybody? Well, let me tell you about it. It's a weekly comic book discussion podcast where Vector, our very own Vector, and his amazing friends discuss the latest and greatest from the comic book industry. They love comics! And you should, too. The last episode, uh, most recently, was discussing She-Hulk, Attorney of Law, episode four, and is going through all the She-Hulk episodes as they are on top of all the latest comic book news. And let me tell you, I don't want to spoil anything, Jeff, but maybe around the end of She-Hulk, when She-Hulk finishes up, maybe they'll have a a special guest, a a certain co-host with the most. (laughs) On it. Yeah. I, lo- yeah, I miss Shoff, too. I, I <laughs> yeah, maybe Shoff will be on it. You never know. So you're going to have to check. Speaking of Shoff, Vector's other podcast is called Treknological, a Star Trek shakedown. I'm trying to open the link here, Vector, and it's not working. There we go. Open, open open forget it it's your star trek your weekly star trek podcast talking all the latest and greatest star trek news and reviews of the most current show star trek lower decks season three so you're going to want to check that out now for us if you want to follow the sandbox gamers on social media and you want to know all the links i'll tell you what just check the show notes because there's a link tree in there that'll take you to the to the youtube to the facebook with there is no facebook forget i said that but the twitter <laughs> the instagram all the places linktree forward slash the sandbox gamers don't forget to rate subscribe review do all the things tell your friends gg everybody gg 